0: Hi, and welcome to the Lighthouse Church Podcast, where we're diving deeper into God's Word and doing our best to help encourage you in your walk with God. Thanks for joining us. Hey guys, and welcome to today's podcast, um, where we will be talking about purpose today and finding your purpose. And uh, this is one that, you know, I feel like that is very helpful for all of us. As I was um, cleaning out one of our rooms in our church there one day, I realized that, out of all the rooms in um, all of our buildings, buildings that we have, um, that it was the only one that uh, was messy. And then I realized that it was also the only one that didn't have a purpose. And so I kind of started putting it together. I thought, you know, when things in our life don't have a why, they don't have this purpose, then we tend to neglect them. We tend to... Uh, Junk it up and uh, that's what we were doing and everything that that we didn't necessarily need at the time But we didn't want to throw away. We would say "Well, just go put it in that room and then eventually that room becomes very uh, cluttered with all sorts of things and And the only reason we were taking it there to start with is because it didn't have a designated reason for being there and so decided that day I said you know what we're gonna get this thing cleaned out and we are going to give this room a purpose And I realized right then that, man, I mean, we are just like that in our own lives. At least I have been. And when it comes to finding our purpose, we want to. But a lot of times, if we don't, we end up uh, putting things there that don't belong. And sometimes we even fall victim to other things landing in that that don't belong as well. And so... Uh, I want to talk to you. I got three points about helping find your purpose today, and um, and I and I pray that this helps you as much as it is me. There's nobody else joining me for the podcast today. It's just me and you, and and, uh, and probably a, a, a shorter one than our normal ones. And so, you know, um, I think that it, it, I think one of the scriptures that comes to my mind a lot that I love when it comes to this knowing that I've been created for something is in Ephesians chapter two verse ten. It says. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Now, that workmanship, I mean, if you go back and you look that up in the original text, it means it's from the verb uh, paleo, to, to make, compare, uh, like, it's like compared to poetry. The word signifies that which is, you know, like manufactured, a product, a design produced by an artisan. And so think about God as the artist and you are his creation. You are his workmanship. That's quite uh, an amazing thing to think that the creator of the universe uh, basically patented you and created you and that you're that special, you're unique, you're completely different uh, than me and everybody else. But still yet, we all have the same need uh, to need a creator to help us uh, walk through this life. And it's nice to know that you're his handiwork. And you should just stop and say that right now with me. I am God's handiwork. I mean, that's awesome to think about. Now, if you want to know your purpose, there's no greater way than to go to the one who created whatever it is that you have. So for us to go to our creator and God, that is the smartest thing that we can do. And so when you think about knowing your purpose, the greatest way that you can begin to know your purpose is actually to cling to the one who created you and give you purpose to start with. So if you want to know it, that's the best place to start. So if I go out here to the John Deere place in our town and I buy a John Deere lawnmower, then I don't usually take that to the Cub Cadet or to the Tractor Supply or to, I take that back to the John, Deer, John Deere place when I want it serviced because they're the ones who created it they're the ones who know how to best work on it because they know the, the inward most parts and how they run and the mechanics of that and it's the same way in our relationship with God and so my goal tonight today is to give you some practical ways from Scripture and the lives of others around me that have helped uh, me and it's just three things it's three simple things and the first though I want you to understand before we go into these three things that uh, your purpose is not an event it's not an event, all right? It's not some mystical event that's going to happen. And there's not going to be a neon sign, unlikely, there's going to be a neon sign or a choir singing the Hallelujah chorus. Uh, and it's not going to be one thing, it's going to be much greater than that. Your purpose is not wrapped up in one event. And so, if you're praying for some event to happen so that you can know your purpose, then understand that it's not going to be an event. Now, I'm not saying events aren't going to happen but I'm just saying that your purpose, it's greater than one thing that could happen. Your purpose is not a one and done thing. Your purpose will always involve other people. So know that if you're struggling with people right now, and I can understand why anybody would, but a lot of times when I'm struggling with people, a lot of times I find out that the real problem was the fact that it was me and I'm struggling with me. And if I'm struggling with me, then I'm really going to struggle with others because usually I like me better than I do anybody else. So, I mean, if you know what I'm talking about, but your purpose will always involve other people. So there's that. Your purpose is not something you will find without work and chances are good. You will be doing what you are made for and not even realize that you're doing it until you're in the thick of it. That's what's happened to me. And then one day I woke up and I was like, wait a minute, I've been praying for purpose and I've been walking in it. I had no idea that I was walking in my purpose. And I was like, "Where? Do I, I don't remember getting off of this exit. I don't remember getting off the interstate and coming this way. I didn't see that exit. I did not even realize I took a turn. But that's what I'm saying, that purpose is much greater than an event. Purpose is much greater. So three things. Number one, and you've heard this one numerous times before, And we're going to talk about it again. And it is this. Connect with God's Word. Connect. Okay. I'm not just talking about five-minute devotion. That's fine if you want to do five-minute devotion. I'm talking about really connecting with God's Word. Because here's what I've discovered. I will not always find my purpose written out in the Bible. Very rarely have I went to the Bible and said, yep, there it is. There it is in Ephesians chapter 2. Brian, you must go to the left. that's not how it's went at all I usually don't find my purpose that way but here's what we miss about God's purpose and here's what we need to understand why it's so important that we read the Word of God what I will find in the scripture is God's purpose and we have to understand that if I'm praying for purpose in my life from my Creator then technically, it's really not even my purpose. It's actually God's purpose, and he's allowed me to be a part of his purpose. And when I go to the Word of God, I find his purpose, and I will find how God feels about me, what he says about me, which is a lot. And it's important to know those things when you're praying for purpose. I will be inspired by others when I go to the Word of God. That found their purpose, and many of those will illustrate to me how I may find mine, and I'll share some of those things in a minute, but I'll find the heart of God and what time of life I should strive for, and how I can live pleasing to the one who created me. There's so many things there, and so if I'm praying for purpose from God, then I cannot neglect reading the Word of God; I have to commit to it. And it's not really a burden though. Even though sometimes we feel like that it is, it's actually pretty exciting because it's an amazing book that can speak so many things and that's what makes it so amazing. That's why it's still one of the best-selling books in the world is because it just doesn't say one thing and then quit. It speaks volumes over and over and over and that's because it's a living word that's been inspired from the very mouth of God. So many run to the word I have before to find answers in life and I can't find them there. But sometimes those answers don't necessarily show up the way we thought they should. So the Word helps you and I to hear from God. And in doing so, it increases our faith. And that helps to lead us toward purpose. So that's the first step, I think, if you're looking for purpose today and you're listening to this, commit to studying the Word of God. And you don't have to, you know, those people, I'm going to commit to reading so many chapters. And that's fine if you want to do that. But honestly, my take on it is, why don't you just get into the Word of God? Because there's times when I will spend a week on one verse, literally just one verse, because I've got so hung up on this verse. And I'm like, oh, but wait, I've got the schedule. I've got, I want to read through the Old Testament. I want to read through this. But you know what? Our schedule should never over uh, be the authority over God's voice trying to speak to us. And it's so vital that we understand that, God is okay if we don't make it all the way through the Old Testament this year, because what God is more concerned about is that we actually are hearing Him and understanding what He's trying to say, and He will do that in His word. so the second thing beside his word is prayer. I know everyone says it, but hear me out here because it's so much more than just saying this thing that you know I ask for something because that's what prayer is I ask for stuff but instead of looking at it as a means to ask for stuff from God. There's nothing wrong with asking God for stuff. Asking him for something you need. There's nothing wrong with that. Absolutely not. So there's a lot of times that uh I have went a while and not heard from God or not even really I've not been in my prayer life the way that I should have been and God will use uh necessity a lot of times in our life to Kind of woo us back to him and call us back to him because it's like the only time I talk to him is when I need something. And uh so God's like, well, I just put a place in your life where you're gonna need something because you're gonna come back and talk to me. And what God desires more than anything else from us is to be in communion with us, to be communicating with us and to be in relationship. But instead of looking at it a means to ask for stuff, let's do this. Look at it as God having his cell phone and he really likes to talk to you and for you to listen to him. And that's what prayer is. Prayer is about relationship. It's about connection with God. Prayer completely changed for us, though, when Jesus gave his life because it opened up the door for us to have access to the Father, our Creator, and our Master. So prayer is an amazing gift that God has given us, um, and he empowered it completely through the Holy Spirit, and he opened that door up when Jesus uh, actually gave his life because it says the veil was torn in half. And that we have access now, direct access to the Father. And that's an amazing gift. So number one, connect with God's word. Number two, pray. And pray. Don't just ask for stuff. Stay in a constant state of prayer. Find yourself. Work yourself there to that point where you're like, you know what? I'm making I'm taking my thoughts captive. I'm praying all the time. It doesn't mean that you're closing your eyes, it means you're bowing your head all the time. You're just in this constant state of prayer, even when people don't know it. And I don't announce it to people and I'm like, I'm like sitting at McDonald's and say, I am praying now, you know, you know, it's not, no, I'm praying. You don't know that I'm praying because I'm not praying to you. It's not important that you even know that I'm praying. I'm praying to the one that created me. I'm praying to that one. And I'm staying in a constant state of this mindset of prayer. Last thing is this. And this is the tough one because this is like, this has become a dirty word. You know, this is like, this is like somebody dropped the F-bomb. You know, this word, obedience, obedience oh my gosh, oh Lord, that is, this is the hardest one, isn't it? I can, I can read the word of God. Yes, Pastor Brian, I totally understand that. I totally do that. And I'm praying and everything else. But that obedience thing, man, that is so hard. But listen, if I'm reading the word of God and I'm praying, but I have a life full of disobedience, then what am I doing? Because the whole point of reading God's word and praying is responding And we respond with either obedience or disobedience we say well but I've been good lately this is not about being good this is about being obedient and there's a difference because a lot of times we think that obedience is like a small child and you know if they didn't get into trouble today they were obedient but obedience goes far beyond that see um, obedience I'm talking about is not just the absence of bad I'm talking about When you read something in God's word and you know you should do it, but you don't. When you should have talked to this person and you should have and you don't. It doesn't mean that that's the end of you. It doesn't mean that's the end of your relationship with God. But we have to grow in obedience because I've never met someone who is living out their purpose that didn't first obey what God had spoken in his word and living in such a way that is pleasing to God. I've never met someone who's living out their purpose that hasn't done those things. So let me give you an example that I like to use sometimes. I actually like to use it a lot because I love it. David was doing what he was sent by his dad to check on his brothers, right? Before he defeated Goliath. David, sent he was sent down there with some bread and cheese to give to his brothers and also the commander of the armies. And so David went down there. And that was from the command of his father, his own father, his earthly father. And so he was doing what he was told to do. He was being obedient. And before he even went there, he was watching the sheep because his father called him out from the, the field because he was watching the sheep. Now, he was watching the sheep while his brothers were down there, supposedly fighting this battle, but they weren't really fighting. You see, that's what I'm talking about tonight, is that you can read the word of God, you can pray, just like the, the army there facing Goliath and, and the Philistines, but nobody was doing anything. You know, And obedience is actually when somebody actually does something. And David went down there even though he was the underdog, even though nobody believed him, and his father didn't, his brothers didn't, King Saul couldn't even remember who he was. And here he is, and it all started though when he was watching the sheep. Moses was another one. You know, we know about the fire, with fire the bush, and you know it, was consumed, it wasn't consumed with fire, but it God spoke out of it and said, said Moses, Siam, I am who I am, and you're gonna, you know, he's gonna do all these things. Moses said, -mm, not me, and God said, -mm, yeah, you know, we know that story. But what was Moses doing before he got that moment? He was watching sheep. I mean, listen to me. You may not have sheep, but here's the point if you're not doing the little things and obeying when nobody's watching, then his chances are good you're not going to make it to the greater good the greater purpose see it was because moses was being faithful watching those sheep that he was encountered god in such a way the shepherds think about it in the new testament they were doing what when the angel showed up to announce that jesus was being born they were watching sheep come on people let's go get some sheep because god shows up every time somebody starts watching sheep man i'm telling you but we have sheep you have sheep and that's doing the things that nobody sees and being obedient when it's only god watching and that can be a struggle because sometimes you think how can this really make a difference but trust me it can listen this is not about living a perfect life and being perfect is not necessarily what will lead you to your purpose as a believer this is about being obedient in the things that i know i should be obedient in which is god's word i've never seen anyone living out of their purpose that didn't spend countless times in disobedience which leads to a lack of structure a lack of organization when we walk in disobedience we lose structure we lose organization and bad time management we have no vision that's what that's the byproduct of disobedience there is a fruit of disobedience there is also a fruit of obedience and here's what i found out about my purpose in life though oh this is so important I will find my purpose in being obedient to God's word. And the reason that I will find it there is because it is part of my purpose. Did you hear me? I've got to be obedient to God's word because that is part of my purpose. And so if I'm praying for this great purpose, but not being obedient to get what God's word says, well, guys, listen, I don't think I'm gonna find it because what I have discovered is that I find my purpose in being obedient to those little things that are part of my purpose and out of being obedient to those little things that people knows, nobody sees nobody's applauding me for then all of a sudden god reveals a greater purpose to me and it unfolds out of those little things that no one else sees that i've been obedient to man i mean this is crazy so god's purpose to israel in the old testament could be found in the ten commandments Right, we look at the Ten Commandments and I used to when I was a kid. I would say, Oh, that's boring. That's that's a oh, I mean, God's such cramping my style. I mean, you know, I mean, why should I want to do these things? Because it's just rules and regulations. But now that I'm older and a little bit mature as a Christian, I began to realize something. The rules were not there to make their lives miserable. The Ten Commandments were there so that their lives would be better. They were actually a basically a track to run on that they would enjoy their life more and that they would prosper. See, life is really good when you don't murder people. <laughs> Listen to me. If you go out and commit murder, it, your life is just gonna get really complicated. And and there's people that aren't gonna like you and, and you're probably gonna spend the rest of your life in a, a box, you know? So, and it's good when you don't mess around with your neighbor's wife. I mean, your marriage will go so much better when you don't mess around with your neighbor's wife. I mean, so look at that. Even I actually look at that as rules and regulations. Well, now I look at it, I'm like, wait a minute. If I do those things, then my life is going to be a lot better. You know, so it's important that I put God first and that I keep him right where he needs to be. I mean, my life will be better for that. So, But it seems boring to us just to be obedient to small things. The scripture says we should be doing, uh, but it's in the small things that we will discover the big things. You know, it's like my wife and I, Amanda, we... We tithe. We believe in tithing. Some people say, it's an Old Testament thing and everything else. And we're not begging people for money. I'm a pastor of a church. But if you know me, you know me well enough, we don't take a salary from our church. So if I'm talking about it, it's not because I want your money. It's because I know there's great power in it. Because I believe it's in God's word. And I believe it's a personal conviction that, that I'm supposed to do it. And so usually the only people that get mad at me if I say anything are people that aren't. You know, because... I understand what it's like to be on the side, to be offended when somebody actually talks about that you should give some of your money away, you know? And you're like, well, I don't really have enough money now. And so I've heard lots of different people say a lot of different things, but I can say this, that we've not always been faithful to do it, but over the years now that we've learned to be faithful to do it, we have watched God show up and show up and show up and show up. We didn't do it for God to show up and bless us. We did it because... That was what the Word of God says to do, and we were being obedient and what we've discovered is that God blesses obedience, that it's not God trying to make us miserable, it's God actually setting the track so that we can be victorious, and that we can enjoy our lives much greater than when we don't so just me but it but you know, I believe that the Word of God leads me as a believer to stay connected in His word, it also leads me to stay connected with people uh, and it's important that I stay connected with people that I have passion and vision it leads me to pray not asking for stuff but seeking relationship to give of my time money gifts to be a, a husband that's willing to die for his wife to be a dad that leads his kids the best that he can and doesn't become a stumbling block to his children especially when it comes to their walk with Jesus these are just basic things in Scripture that may seem boring But it's in doing those things that I will begin to discover that they are part of my purpose. And if I'm not willing to do those things, then I'm also truly not willing to find my reason for being here. Man, I'm telling you, truth is instead of seeking my purpose, I'm going to seek and please the one who holds it. And if I seek and please the one who holds my purpose, I have a gut feeling that he will reveal his purpose to me. In doing so, though, he's going to do that. God is so good. His purpose is great, more than you can imagine. It starts in the areas people can't see. They under, we all underestimate those areas in our life, and the easy, they're easy to neglect. Uh, the, they're, easy to, they're the easy to neglect places of our life, for sure. Watching the sheep is not a glamorous job. It's not something that I want to do. It's not something I'm, sh- you know, going to show up for. I'm not signing up for it. That's for sure. But there's something powerful about being obedient in the backside of the field when nobody's watching and in doing so i'll find my purpose there listen this may not been what you expected you may have thinking well pastor brian he's going to give me some things that i've never heard before and you may have heard all these things before but listen the reason you're hearing them again is because they work they absolutely work being obedient to him staying in his word staying connected listening to him through his word praying connecting with him listening to him in prayer and doing it when no one's looking but here's the truth god is always looking he always sees you and you are not seeking me out so that you can get purpose from god you're seeking the one who created you out so whether i know you did or didn't do something it doesn't really matter because god knows and god sees and i believe god wants to move in a mighty way in your life today And so I'm praying for you. As a matter of fact, I want to pray for you as we finish this podcast out today. God, we thank you so much for your purpose, God. Thank you for your word. Thank you for the opportunity to be connected with you in prayer, God. It is a privilege, God, to be able to speak to the creator of the universe and know that there's never a moment that we come to you that you're busy, too busy for us, you know, and that you're always listening. You're always seeing. And God, you bless those who are obedient when nobody's watching. And God, I can't thank you enough because I've seen it firsthand of all the times that I've been obedient to you when nobody was watching and then you rewarded me when everybody was watching God. And it makes me feel, sometimes it makes me feel embarrassed and almost ashamed because I feel like that it's, it's almost wrong. But God, your word says that those things would happen. So God, help us today to understand the power in, in connecting in your word, not just reading it, but connecting with it deep down in our heart and to be connected with you in prayer, and to respond to what we read and hear and the prayers that we pray in faith by being obedient to what you tell us to do, God, and and the ways that you lead us to go, God, because you will never, ever, not one single second of any minute, of any hour, of any day, of any week, of any year, will you ever let us down. We love you and we thank you, God, today. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks again for joining us for today's podcast. You can find out more about us at lhchampton.com. See you soon.